New stories were coming in about this strange virus in Wuhan, China. It was weeks before we saw the first cases in the U.S. As the numbers went up each day, my curiosity got the best of me, and I started plotting the curves. Hear stories from real people all over the world and how they've responded. I'm Sally Hendrick, founder of Shout Your Cause, and this is COVID-19, The World Responds. Hey, Zayn Phillips, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. It's good to talk to you. And uh, I know that you're a nurse. Yes. Tell me what's time. going on. So I was an ICU nurse uh, in the Nashville area and also a hospice nurse. I did in-home hospice for years. My heart got a little tired. I got kind of, you know, that was a very intense job for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. And so I have moved into the plastic surgery field. So I work for a facial plastic surgeon for a year. And then I do all injectables at a local um, aesthetic spa kind of place. I guess it's a medical spa. So I do injectables, Botox, filler, all of those things, mm -hmm. any injections, IVs, those things. So are you guys shut down right now because of COVID-19? We are closed um, and we were laid off. The whole staff was laid off. And with the caveat that we will all come back as soon as we can reopen. Um, so, you know, there's so many words, furloughed, laid off, whatever. Right. So we, our official word was laid off. And so we could file for unemployment. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something that is a whole nother ball of wax, but I've also been contacted by several local hospitals to be a part of the pandemic response team. So it's like an eight week contract where you would be a contracted nurse. You go in the hospital for the next eight weeks. Um, and at the end of that eight weeks, they'll reevaluate whether they need you to do another eight weeks mm -hmm. to help until this all dies down. So I don't really want to do that at this time. And I'm fortunate that we are in a place financially where we don't have to do that at this time. But, you know, who knows if this lasts until August, maybe a different story. That's true. And it could last until August. Are you hearing, what are you hearing from the inside? So in the medical community, just in kind of um, what I've heard, and I have tried to stay disconnected because, social media and TV just limit it because it can be very overwhelming. So I have talked with a few friends in the business and medical. And so they are all saying that it's going to be at least until July at, at the very least, we mm -hmm. may be looking, will the kids start school next year was the latest question. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I don't know. So were they thinking then as far as it's going to be until July, do you think that that means that, we would be in this situation where only essential businesses are open for that that's, long? That's a question too. So an essential business is, is weird because car wash is deemed essential, I guess, because all the car washes are open. And I know you don't have to necessarily get out of your car, but some people do and vacuum. I think essential may be more well-defined in the next coming weeks and then mm -hmm. be redefined as to what can happen. Yes, you can drive your car through a car wash. Yes, you can go to the dentist and have your teeth cleaned, but they're going to space out your appointments. Um, you know, they've told everyone to not do their routine well visits or any unnecessary medical treatments. Mm -hmm. That's why we are closed. Um, getting a facial 
from one of our estheticians would be really hard to keep a six foot distance. Right, right. um, That's just not possible. I've even heard that we probably will need more distance between people at some point, but I, but obviously that hasn't come through the official channels yet. Yeah. I have heard that too. And I've heard there, you know, now we are to wear masks um, mm-hmm. during all this, whether you're out and you feel great because you don't know if you're a carrier, you don't know if you are asymptomatic, but you're, you could be spreading, just talking, you have enough droplets that can contaminate someone. So it's to protect everyone. Um, and so that's a new, you know, everyone should have a mask when they go out. That's a new kind of thought process. It used to be only if you're sick but I get it. We want to keep everyone safe. So I think things will keep changing and evolving. You know, no one knows um, what this looks like in the long term, but mm-hmm. everyone is trying to do their best. So it just yeah. continues to change and evolve. And you're in Tennessee. I'm in Tennessee. And so obviously the culture here and what's happening right now with this is all very different than what we're seeing in other places like New York, of course, is under major crisis situation right now. California has shut down 40 million people in their state basically on their orders. And they're, uh, you know, really being strict about all of that. What do you think about where we are right now in Tennessee of what's happening? I think that we are slow to the ball game. I think that we um, are responding I live in Rutherford County, which is south of Nashville. Davidson County is Nashville. They responded more quickly. I work in Davidson County also. So they responded more quickly. Rutherford County, I know that where I go and work out, exercise, did not close until the 23rd of March. Which I feel I didn't go for two weeks before that, thinking surely they'll close. But Rutherford County has been a little slower to respond. I know they, I'm not sure what day they did their, I think the 23rd was their first uh, mandatory close day. Because that Saturday evening before that, there was a restaurant down the road from us. It was packed. I mean, there was a full dining room. We drove by like, are you kidding me? I don't even Mm -hmm. want to go to the grocery store. (laughs) Now, do you see people that most people that are in the medical field feel the same way you do about how that's going? Or do you see differences in opinions even within nurses, the nursing community? I think it's just, it's differences of opinions across the board. I mean, everyone agrees that we need to stay safe. Um, I have spoken to some ICU and ER nurses that say it's just like SARS and MERS and Ebola was when we were all there. Um, same kind of precautions no none of those things became this magnitude of a problem but we did the same precautions we had the same protocols it's just on such a greater level so the nurses that i know you know wash your hands if everyone washed their hands like we're doing now the flu and pneumonia would be so much less Mm -hmm. um wash your hands is a great habit to adapt every day of your life and so as nurses you can't think about how um much PPE is being missed right now because you still have to go to work. So you have to just go, I'm strong, I'm brave. I'm going to drink my vitamin C and and drink my water and keep working. So I'm fortunate that I'm not on that front line, but I know what it's like and I have many friends that are. Mm -hmm. So in other words, some people may think that enough is being done and some may not, but it, 
but we're also talking about Tennessee. We're not at that critical right. level yet. So when I think that maybe last Wednesday, people really started to get it. Um, I think that people, it really kind of hit home. You're, I'm now talking to friends socially that are like, oh, I'm not going to go to the store. I don't even know if I'm going to go pick up a to-go order because I'm a little more Larry. I'm like, well, it's about time. I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know, let's yeah. get it. It's time. Okay. It takes, uh, you know, something like New York on the news for people to kind of hit home and get it, that things are, are yeah. not easily managed. But even so, New York is still pretty far away from us. And so I still feel like there's a lot of people here that it's kind of a mystery. It's as to California, New York, those big liberal cities, you yeah, know, liberal states. And yeah. oh, Jesus, it's all good. <laughs> no, there's a little bit of that. Truly, yeah. there is, you know, people just, they just think it's not me. It doesn't happen here, you know. Right. So, and that's unfortunate. Well, hopefully by the time I get this out to the world, this recording, we won't be seeing worse situation, but I mean, obviously the projections are saying that it will be worse and that because people have such differing opinions and are not necessarily doing all of the things, and you even see it across the states, like the governor's in certain states are not shutting things down as quickly as others. And, and then you're also and seeing, mayor pardon yeah, and each mayor and, right. and so on and so forth. Right. So, um, and then essential businesses, like you said, the yeah. definition is going to change as to what's essential. I know that in Italy, they cut out all of the leisurely walks and uh, right. exercising outside as well, because it that, is getting um, so bad. They're, I would, I heard that Georgia opened their beaches on Saturday to exercise. Um, so, which is just bizarre. I know we've closed our state parks. We enjoy hiking and going outdoors. Mm -hmm. And we hiked probably two or three weeks ago um, at a location close to town and it was packed. And I'm like, we, the trail's this wide. We can't stay six feet from people. Um, I know we're all outside and it's supposed to be good for us, but I think that was a requirement that had to happen. Yes, I'd love to be camping and hiking right now, but no, it's not. We're supposed to stay at home. A stay-at-home order means stay at home. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's not really a lot of, you know, gray area on that one. Yeah. Um, I was in Montgomery, Alabama, driving through and stopped for gas. And when I stopped uh, the to go in to use the restroom and get a water, we weren't allowed in we they only allowed six people in at a time to mm -hmm. their gas station and the lady was at the door with a mask and gloves holding us back we had to stay apart which was great i loved that i thought good. okay good i didn't yeah. want to have to go in here anyways but exactly yeah it's like i don't want to have to go but you know you do have to go <laughs> <laughs> okay was well, there anything else that you're thinking about like is there anything you're fearful of you know, um, I am just fearful for those that are maybe isolated in a home with a domestic situation or an alcoholic that's not a pleasant one or, you know, all of those things worry me. I worry mm -hmm. about children in the environment that they're in because, I mean, I have children. I have one here that's not in school, but we have fun. He's made 90 puppets and done a million crafts and we've baked and and all the things, but I worry about the kids that don't have healthy relationships with their families or, or with 
you know, in general. Right. So that worries me, the mental health, the mental um, kind of pulse of the community bothers me mm -hmm. because I know that some people don't are, are completely isolated if they're doing it right. And that can be scary for some people. So yeah. I worry about that aspect of it. Yes. I don't want to get sick. I am a healthy individual. I know it doesn't matter. It can, it, we don't know how this virus will affect each individual. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have any pre uh, existing conditions that would, definitely make it bad so I know that any asthmatic child and in hospice work I did so much work with children that you know were teetering on the edge and so if they get something like this it's going to be a devastation that's just a little too soon you know there's a hundred percent chance that we're all going to die we can't get out of it but <laughs> let you know let's not hasten it let's do it you know yeah. in a nice way so yeah. I just worry about those that get taken just a little too early and then what about your hopes for what will come of this after it's all over? Yeah, I, I mean, I've thought a lot about that. I think that my hope is people will realize what makes them really happy, what they enjoy, mm -hmm. how important it is to slow down. I've had many friends say, I didn't realize how overbooked I was. Well, no kidding. You're taking your kids 90 places, scheduling your social events. You never stopped and looked at anybody. You never really heard what anyone else had to say. So I hope that we can all be better listeners. We can all enjoy showing up for work. Even if we don't love it, we have a job to go to. Should change that atmosphere, I would hope, a little bit to yeah. be more grateful, you know? So I can't wait to hug all my friends. That's my favorite. Yeah, I and do I'm miss the hugs. Yeah, I'm a touchy-feely, so I really have a hard time with not... When I see somebody, I'm like, I, I just want to grab you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for talking with me today. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? No, I appreciate you doing this. All thanks right. You're welcome. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Subscribe to this podcast to hear all our episodes. Go to shoutyourcause.com to our podcast page for information on our guests and notes from this show.